I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around, and thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go Cause it's the booty booty It's time to get this party started It's the booty booty It's time to get this party started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, and the Jimmy, JC All we know and all we talk about is booty booty It's time to get this party started tonight Until afterwards Oh So I'd give it a good old scratch before you started. Could everyone scratch while we're doing Jimmy looks like he's at, at gonna give a lecture at no, no, Jimmy, your mic. Your mic. Oh. I'm scratching mine with two hands. <laughs> uh, so yeah, funny. <laughs> uh, juvenile humor. <laughs> funny dubs uh, uh, a notes. <laughs> what do you say? I said I capped it. <laughs> Thing. You capped it. I don't understand that. Capped it. No? Yeah. Anyone understand that? <laughs> no. Okay. no, no but can I, you explain? Uh, can imagine. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. No, no, Dubs was just um, on the dark way mentioning how, how yesterday you had Mariam on, on broadcast. By the way, I haven't heard, to, heard it yet. It <laughs> of is course you list. haven't. You know what? I don't like this sure attitude. Towards you. I always listen to your broadcast. I always do. <laughs> You know I do. I listen okay. to all these bloody podcasts back again afterwards. Don't know why, but I do, and I will. But great response from it. But but Marion was writing to you. Uh, she scores bangers, by the way, um, saying that her her prof is actually um, I wouldn't say a fan necessarily. Maybe he is or she is or but, she. Yeah. But but they listen to the podcast. Yeah, regular and, and listener. Like, which just says it all that some intelligent people do. <laughs> Listen to us for an escape, I assume. Yeah, that's right. 100% of this. <laughs> see how the other half live. Yeah, just to they're, see they're not They're not listening to educate themselves. <laughs> I, they I listen know, to times, like common people like us. At times, though, I think we can provide insight. And, and I think we're going to do that again. <laughs> Provide insight, that is. It's just not going to be today. <laughs> no, no, because this is a foundational episode, right? We have got yeah. more plans coming up, including, you know, more interviews. Um, we're going to hit the, the serious topics as well. Um, but this is the the essence of Foodie Prime is, is this. But uh, we're just very happy that, that people from all sorts of uh, uh, career paths, stations in life, listen to us. There's probably there's got to be some some criminals out there as well. I would think people in jail, maybe. <laughs> Anyone in jail? They they must have access to podcasts, right? Mm. They do. Are you you know that for a fact? I don't. <laughs> I don't no, I don't know anything. I, I was just it led me to the next question: Who's been in a police car or who's been in jail? Who I'm has been? Okay, we're going to start with my, police car. Who's my, been my, my brother? My brother's a police officer. No, that doesn't count. count. So I've been in a police car many no, times. No, no. Who's, who's been arrested or at least thrown in the back of a, a, a of a police car? Well, for Jimmy, how many times have you been arrested or thrown in the back of a police car? Jimmy, you're you're smiling. Yes, I, I have been in the back of a police car. Public urination. What was it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. it was a long story. It wasn't. We're here. 
And I'll tell you now, I'll tell you one thing. They're uh for free. They're not comfortable in the back of those police cars. No, they're, they're tight back there. Yeah. They're for five foot six guys. Craig would have they, a shit. Oh uh, yeah. They keep the it tight back there. Is that yeah. is that by design? I, I think so. might know. I think so. It's so you can't if you're sitting it so you can't really push like you're you're kind of squeezed in, so you can't kick out windows as easily, all that kind of stuff. Mm, like start well, when, when you break the law, comfort is the last thing on the uh, on the list. Hmm. Jimmy, what was your long story? No, we're on Footy Prime. Was it anything bad? Uh, kind of. It can't yeah, be good, but, can it? Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. No. <laughs> <laughs> you could give us like the Coles notes version. No, yeah. I'm not any notes. But I was yes, I was in the back of a car before. All right. Okay, we got to get this out of him at some point. We need some story. Point. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone Obviously, knows, Trump, also Trump if Trump anyone knows the story, just tell us, and then yeah. we'll have yeah. you on for an interview. Craig, have you? You wouldn't fit back there, would you? No, no. I was kind of thrown in the back. We, when I was younger at Ipswich, we we got a ride home uh, uh, from a footy fine prime fan actually in England at Ipswich, uh, Richard Garrett, and uh, we were coming back from a club. I wasn't drinking. And I don't think Richard was either. He might have had one or two, but a police van pulls up behind us to pull us over. Like, uh-oh. I was with another buddy, Scott Coulter from Coquitlam, who was over for watching some games. And uh, Richard decides, you know, this van police car is probably not going to catch me. So we, he decides to gear down and take off. <laughs> So we're <laughs> fucking driving through Ipswich and he's dodging this van and he was right. He outpaced the van. Trouble is, but 10 minutes later, we turned a corner and there was like 15 police cars. <laughs> he tried to outrun a police car, a police van. Yeah, which he did. But later they, they, they trapped us. Was, uh, he, so was he charged? I was, I shit myself because I was like, oh, what's the club going to say? I'm in the back of this car and blah, blah, blah. And Scott Coulter was hammered and he was telling the guy his address. It was like 265 Harrison Avenue, Coquitlam. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Next. So what happened please, though? I mean, that's pretty serious, right? Evading. Well, it, it was serious for Richard, but I think, uh, in the end of it, he got away with just a ticket of some sort, but he wasn't drinking Richard, and driving. Richard was actually on, on, on social telling us uh, that there are many people that dislike Craig, and he's happy to regale some stories from Ipswich. Yeah. Yeah, he I knows a lot. It. I don't believe it either, but hey, Richard Garrett, he seems pretty uh, pretty sure about it. He would know. He knew Craig in his pomp back mm. in the in the 1980s and 90s. Dubs, have you been arrested? Mm-hmm. No. Dubs? No. No, never been arrested. JC? Yes. <laughs> Can you tell us a story? Uh no. Well Still no, in court? It's, it's, not, it's nothing like bad. Well, is it? Well, you got arrested. I, I got arrested, but I got let go. Like I was in the I was in the car, but I got let go because my my grandpa was a, a senior officer in London, and I was—I'd done something just stupid. What did you I, do? You weren't naked outside of school or something, were you? <laughs> well, yeah. Boy, I mean, <laughs> yeah, kind. Well, somewhat. <laughs> anyway, no, but I—I was—I was underage. Also, I got taken, put in the car, and then, um, like, yeah, just dumb, dumb shit. You you motioned like scruff of the neck. Did they actually yeah. do the scruff of the neck and throw you in into Kinda, the back yeah. of the car? Yeah, I didn't look at monkeys video. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what? what they used to call me. The Arctic monkey, the cold baboon. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Jeff, cold baboon. Yeah. So you <laughs> the cold monkey. By the way, just quickly, like I gotta tell this one. Oh, you can tell this one, can you? No, it's not about him. <laughs> Amato Gavaro. <laughs> Do you know who? Yeah. Who Legendary TFC midfielder, Honduran. Yeah. The best, right? This guy was so funny, broken English, but just you could tell he was funny. Like if you spoke fluent Spanish, this guy would have you laughing all the time. And I remember at times he used to get so mad at Mo Johnson and he used to call him the Mono Rojo. 
which was the red monkey. <laughs> <laughs> There's our promo right there. <laughs> uh, you should kill me. When I figured it out, I was dying. Was it a looky likey? Like our, our Mo, it, it was the way Mo looked and the way he acted? No, was well, it, it like just, two? I mean, with, with JC there, when you call him the monkey, and then because he is a little bit red, and then I started saying, oh, maybe he's the the cousin of the Monorojo. <laughs> 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 he's our red monkey. Amara Guevara, Jamie. I mean, what a player he was. Oh, uh, he was amazing. Amazing. Silky smooth. Oh, beautiful player. Honduras were stacked back then. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. I mean, Christ. Not like the easy touch they are now. No, no. Yeah. Was he, I'm trying to think, when when TF, when Canada got smashed, the 8-1 game, was he on Honduras then or was that just after his time? Mm. I'm going to say it was just after. But yeah, after? I think so. I think he was on the staff, yeah. though. Oh. oh, was he? Yeah. Because he played at TFC, what, around 2010, right? Was it around there? 9, 10? Uh, 8, 9. Was it that early? Yeah, years. It? yeah. What a player. Oh, my God. You, you, this, this guy just... You could, you could give him a ball in a phone box with three players in there, and they wouldn't get it off him. Dubs, I, well, you're so predictable, aren't you? I'm, I'm not. You are. I know I exactly what's going through your, Oh, yeah, but your face said it all. I saw it. <laughs> was it Rouge Monkey? The Red Monkey. The Red Monkey, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah, she's so predictable. Uh, Wonga, have you been arrested? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonga's like, I was wondering what was going to come back to me. <laughs> arrested or just thrown in the back of a police car? Oh, both. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I think all within the, like, the same year, I, uh, right before I went traveling around the world, I went on a kind of hiatus for a year. And jail. right before that, I went to yeah, Keynes University. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where all my hard knocks. Um, I went to Queen's University's homecoming because one of my buddies uh, said, hey, our friend Aaron's having a party. Let's go down. And I, they were really strict on drinking in public. And so <laughs> you sound perplexed. <laughs> I, I did go to university in Montreal where they just didn't care. Yeah. They had their, you know, other things going on. And all of a sudden I walk out the door, drink, finishing my beer. Some cop throws me in the like goes, hey, and I'm like, hey. He's like, is that a beer? I'm going, yeah, it's a beer. I just finished it. I was two steps out of the house. He throws me in the back of the car, gives me a ticket. Um, God, it so kind of reminds me. thrown into the back of the car to be given a ticket? Because he was a dick. Mm. Yeah. Um, it all kind of reminds me of me and Craig. We were, uh, there was about six of us, <laughs> six of us going to a bar downtown called Two Cats. And right around the corner, we said, hey, let's go smoke a joint. <laughs> and this is pre-legalization. So we're all smoking a joint. And uh, what happens is a couple of us have to pee. So we're peeing like against a dumpster. And all of a sudden, a cop car drives by, flashes the light in. Two cops come out. We're smoking a joint. Guys are throwing a couple joints down on the ground. They don't give us they don't give us a ticket for smoke uh, smoking a joint or, you know, get mad at us or anything it was about peeing on the dumpster. So I get a fucking $200 ticket while the other guys are like, I wasn't even smoking yet. So there's the number two. And the number three, my buddies and I were in a grocery store and I ate a banana. Um, and I got caught for shoplifting. A banana? <laughs> what? And then I ran away and they caught me. They went back to the place I was staying and they brought me to jail put me in jail for an hour. I had to pay a $35 fine. Oh, that, can't be, on rap sheet. that can't be on your rap sheet. <laughs> Any more information though? Like did, did somebody buy groceries or you just were passing through the grocery store? It was, we were going to grow go, grocery shop and uh, I guess they saw me eating a banana. Cause I went into line with my buddies who had bought and you know, remember how expensive uh, batteries were back in the day, like D batteries for, boom boxes so he was in line ready to spend thirty dollars and 
I was hungry, so I ate a banana. And they arrested oh, me for shoplifting for a banana. You could have said that you were still going to pay for it. I could have, but I ran. How much was a banana back then? Probably 19 <laughs> cents a pound. Yeah, probably 20 cents. <laughs> this guy gets arrested for 20 cents. I got oh, I also days. had a. I also had some veal and uh, some some big prawn pushed down my pants. So I didn't tell him that. So about $60 <laughs> worth of prawns. And, you know. Not the only prawn down your pants. That's probably, why they, that's probably why they let you go, because you stunk. Like, <laughs> well, you see people that go to stores all the time helping themselves to a grape here and there. This, yeah. this theft, this theft. I felt the same way. Yeah, my mother does that. She yeah. does that every single time she goes in and she starts tasting the grapes. I'm like, Ma, you can't do that. Well, like, that that's like, the coincidence, Jimmy. The uh -huh. coincidence, I was in jail with your mom. She didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but grocery shopping with kids, like I go in and we get like two baguettes and they've eaten almost an entire one by the time it's ready. Yeah. We're ready to go through the, the cash. Yep. I've done that before as well. You have to, though, because otherwise the little shits. Yeah, you have to, though. You got to feed them. Yeah, but the problem <laughs> yeah. is with, with the grapes, it goes on weight. Yeah. So when you're walking around and eating them, mm -hmm. you eat half a bag. You're not paying for what you eat. Theft is theft. Right, yeah. and these poor grocery stores, you know, they're they're dying right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, listen. I mean, I didn't think the show would start this way, actually, but it's great. I'm happy it did. So, uh, if there's any any people in prison right now listening to us, let us know. Uh, and also, cops. Any stories you have of well-known athletes who have been in the back of your car, especially if they play for Norwich, Nottingham Forest, Southampton, Toronto FC, Bristol City. In Canada, that'd be really great. We we got to find this story out. Yeah. Although I suspect it happened in England, though. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's interesting. By the way, speaking of uh, booze, big big award on the table for our boy Nate Ingham of Atletico Ottawa. Now, yeah. as you know, he, he told us all about it in the last appearance. Uh, he's a he's a bartender in Ottawa, and he's up for top bartender. Facesmag.ca is where you can vote for Nate. Um. Vote for him because I'm sure he's brilliant. He hasn't served me a drink yet, <laughs> but I'm sure he's great. He would never drop the drinks, would he? Safe hands. Safe hands. But that's pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, the CPL, these great stories of these these players, they're way more interesting than, than most, you know, elite league athletes. They got personalities. And Nate's a prime example of that. So I want to hear more of these kind of stories. What are these guys doing on their spare time? If they only had a station to tell these stories on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, precisely, right? I've heard, though, on good authority, though, that they're very confident that the games will be aired somewhere, that we, we shouldn't be concerned about the games not being aired, be it on a streaming platform, be it on, on a TV network. I, I don't know more than that, but they are very confident that won't be a problem for this season, which is huge. And that's, and that's sorry, Sharon, that's how they're going to promo, promo it. It's out there. It's streaming on something. <laughs> Go find it. <laughs> sometimes, though, sometimes you take a step back, right, for two steps forward. So we'll see what happens and shakes out with, with that situation right mm -hmm. now. But who yeah, would that be, though? Just take I, it I, out. Guess who would that? Who would actually produce these games for CPL? Well, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Mm. In house, uh, there's ways of producing games without having the truck at the stadiums and the stadiums, the bigger stadiums, the CPL, CFL stadiums. Have, why are you laughing, Jimmy? Well, with your cell phone. Oh, with cell phone? <laughs> hey, there's great cameras nowadays, by the way. Okay. They are great cameras. No, there's, there's ways, uh, the, but the CFL stadiums have uh, in-house technology to do such, to, to shoot a, a game well. But, uh, yeah, but that's great, well, but there's only two, two teams that play in CFL stadiums. Uh, thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> thanks for that. A lot of a lot of uh, valor and forge games going to be on this, gonna be on TV this year. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll find out more. I'm sure in the, in the next few days and weeks. But uh, obviously, the, the the national team games are separate from that. They don't have to be mutually exclusive or inclusive, right? So we'll see but what happens there. Sharm's going back to to Nate Wong. Remember when we were shopping in Kensington Market, and we were in like this little kind of kitschy store. It's actually a, a wonderful store. I got a ring for my sister. You got a, a couple of things for Tass. And right next door was a. Congratulations, Dubs. Weird, but congratulations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. 
Um, and uh, we were next to a cheese shop and there was like a funny sign. So I took a picture of Wonger next to it. And Nate messaged me and he's like, oh, ask for ask for Jimmy. And I was like, no, no, I'm vegan. And we got into a whole thing where he, he basically said he still liked me despite the fact that I was vegan. <laughs> Um, but he's, he's a great guy. So go vote for Nate. I already did. But like what you're talking about, you know, out of necessity, these guys are interesting. They usually have interesting stories. They have a side hustle because they have to have a side hustle. But did you guys see that story about the Maidstone United player who was also a driver for autistic kids? I believe he was one of those, one of the scorers in that FA cup game. And he missed the draw that happened afterwards because he had to go and drive the bus. And so wow. it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. And then like it sort of it, it spurs on that interest about these players because they don't have the big salaries, they don't have the big tickets um, and they have to do something else in order to just survive and make ends meet. But it's a wonderful story. Yeah, they do it for the love of it, really. Yeah. When you're in the sixth tier, you're not doing it for money. <laughs> no, but you're still considered a professional footballer, right? It still sounds really good at the bars and clubs when you meet girls. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they pulled that one off. I know I would have. <laughs> <laughs> when you met a girl, Craig, you know, or you, Jimmy, you know, at a bar, how long into the conversation did you drop the fact that you were professional footballers? One, two minutes? All depends on how it's going. <laughs> if it was going badly, you drop it? Last yeah, it. It's the Trump card. <laughs> but, but for the most part, you would never say... You were everything else. Yeah, you but you're wearing, you're, you're, you're wearing your shirt, though, Jimmy. They do. <laughs> That's okay. right. Brennan. <laughs> going out going out after the match in my full kit boots on. <laughs> yeah. And, Jimmy, you're probably slightly offended that they haven't recognized you as a professional footballer. No. A little chip on your shoulder. Like, what do you mean you don't know who I am? Listen, o- over there, you, you want to fly under the radar big time. You kind never of. really tell people that you play play football. Yeah, but they knew. You, you, they, they'd oh, you'd make sure they because knew. Max, you, you know what it's like. Because then if any stories come out in the paper, you're done. Then it's horrible. Like Kyle Walker. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. He, not once, but twice, he let it slip. <laughs> with, the same, with the same girl. <laughs> well, you idiot. Yeah. And his wife's pregnant with their fourth, right? Mm, that's right. I missed the Kyle Walker story. Give me a quick recap. Cole's notes. Well, a while back, um, he was he was caught having a extramarital relations with with a girl who he got pregnant. Um, he's married to his, I guess, his high school sweetheart or, or something. He's got at that at that point, I don't know how many kids had kids with this this girl. Uh, anyway, so he came clean, apologized, did all the right things, and then he's just been busted again getting the same girl pregnant again while his anyway this is gossip bullshit but it's all over the press over there at the moment and, and that's part of the reason that there were rumors about him leaving in the off season for was it Bayern Munich I think it was mm-hmm. yeah. to escape the 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 glare and the spotlight mm-hmm. of the and English tabloid press that promo campaign that he did that we actually played on the podcast remember it was the the riff or the take on the wolf of wall street the, I'm not leaving. Is that it? Remember? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. That's what he, he also played that for his wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hoping it would go over well. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I just I just thought I just thought that Kyle wanted um a dual national. So that's why he wanted no. to go to Bayern. Oh, right? Like he could knock up four other women and then he could start his own footy team. Because he's getting close now. He's getting close. He's That's got six. six himself he only needs like three or four and he's down by the side team right there sure yeah. whole walker side mm-hmm. it's pretty good and they'd be playing for england or germany so you're saying this strategy to his infidelity look i'm just saying that there's always strategy to infidelity <laughs> oh my god walk it back wonger <laughs> Footballers' lives, eh? <laughs> Remember that show, Footballers' Wives, that came out in the nineties in England? Yeah. Did all you footballers watch that? No, you didn't. I did. Jimmy did. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> it was a soap opera, right? Basically, and yeah. it was based around the lives of the wives of 
footballers, hence the name. Sorry, was it wives. was it a like was it written, scripted, or unscripted? Yeah. Like no, scripted. It was a, it was a, it was a drama slash. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Say, oh, comedy. It wasn't that clever. It was a soap opera, right? Okay. Yeah. Who's your favorite character, Jimmy? Oh, I can't remember it though. Charms, to be honest with you. But the tall one, the dark-haired girl. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Boy, <laughs> uh, shall we? Uh, that's quite a good time to delve into the uh, Monger's whale sack. Yeah, well, there's uh, there was a really good one, so I want a big shout out to our friend Ken Tabata. So Ken, remember the other day I mentioned there was someone who said it could be Craig's computer, not his bandwidth on Wi-Fi. And so Ken reached out yesterday on our footy prime podcast at Gmail um, email. And he said, Craig's new computer sounds great. I'm so chuffed. I'm the guy that asked the menstruation question. Do you remember we went down? Yeah. Yeah. At the last Sinclair game, that should be a T-shirt. Yeah, it is a T. Yes, it'd be a great T-shirt. At the last Sinclair game during halftime, Amy walked by the by the corner where I was sitting, and I nearly yelled out, "I'm the menstruation guy!" But I but I I wish he had. Yeah, it would have been awesome. But I resisted my Dan Wong half Asian impulse. (laughs) I thought the family sitting around me would think it was creepy. Ken, so thank you, Ken for the uh, IT advice and thank you. And I, I actually a little to your point, Ames, I think he should have yelled it out and yes. insulted all those families around or it wouldn't have been insulting. Them. No, I mean, based on that email, he's one of my favorite people. I need to go follow Ken. It may have been insulting at, at the last game for Sinclair with all the oh. women's fan, women's soccer fans. No, 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 no. It would saying, have I'm the menstruation guy. They would have given great. Dubs an excuse to freaking talk about menstruation, and any excuse to talk about menstruation, mm. Dubs jumps at. I know. We were talking about blood donation earlier. Yeah, we were. We? And I'm like, I already donate once a month, you guys. <laughs> 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 oh, God. That's, that's coffee money. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, people should donate. Blood.ca. You should do that 100%. Mm. All you Brits out there, even if you live in France and Ireland. In the 90s and 80s you can donate now get there we're going to do it as, as a team aren't we so yes. uh yeah check it out blood.ca book your appointment now it's really really easy no excuse not to so please do it the gift of life is the best gift you can give all right moving on uh back to the monger's whale sack what you got there Wonger? there was that one i wanted to talk to jimmy about because it wasn't a mail sack but it was a tweet about insignia his former club, Forest, Nottingham Forest, and his former club, TFC, were talking about maybe bringing Insigne over on a loan to Nottingham Forest or going after him. Where was Did that? Did you hear this? No, I put it in our, uh, yeah, I put it in our, uh, in our WhatsApp last night. Yeah, by all accounts, they offered, uh, they've been, there has been an offer, but he's going to stay at Toronto SC because of uh, several million reasons why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, far as not, find... he's not going anywhere. They can't no. get rid of that guy. Not on the money he's on. But even if it wasn't the money, would he be a fit there, Jimmy? Him playing well, him playing enthusiastic football. Is that I a don't fit know. for him? Yeah, a bit of a challenge. Does he play enthusiastic the... football? Well, we haven't seen it. He certainly did when he was at uh, Napoli. Mm. I don't know if the Premier League is going to be the right fit for him. Mm. Why? I just can't see it. Noting a fortality type of player that he is. I don't I can't see it. What about you, Forrest? You think he could play in the Premier League? Not not now, I don't think. I think he's past it. Yeah. Not the grind week in and week out. Like I said, yeah. I think they need a goalkeeper. The American Turner is having a stinker. Yeah. They're trying to get a goalkeeper. And they're uh what's his name? Gio Reyna. Yep. He's been linked. Yeah, they've got the enough troubled, tr- troubled yeah. attacking it's like players. It's going to happen. It's very interesting how Richie Larea is just not in the picture whatsoever. Now, there's something that maybe you know this, Craig. There's something with the loan deal at Vancouver. Um, it can't be made permanent, or he can't be registered just yet. There's something weird there because of the the loan arrangement, right? With with Forest. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Yeah, there is something weird about that because he's like a free agent in MLS, but he's still on right. loan. Like it's, yeah, it's very, very strange. Not sure how that's going to affect him personally, actually, but we'll see. Yeah. MLS uh, rules. I would love to see him have a shot in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I would have too. I would have too, considering they brought him, they bought him, and they, they haven't even given him a sniff, right? I mean, he played a few games in the championship before they got promoted, but they don't yeah. fancy him. Even with a new manager there now. Mm-hmm. I'm giving him a chance. Um, yeah. Did you watch that game yesterday? You Matt, Matt Turner, not not great against Arsenal. Arsenal win that pretty handily. Uh well, they kind, of, they kind of did, but it, I mean, Nottingham Forest defended really, really well. And if you yeah. take away the both the goals they conceded, you know, they'd be in with a hunt. The problem is they're giving up these sloppy goals and potting them a, a goal. And Turner hasn't been performing well and doesn't uh, bode well for, for them in the future. So, yeah, they're going to have to make some changes, which yeah, they've they- been doing on a regular basis. They got to a point, I watched most of that game, where, as you said, Forrest, Nottingham Forest was really defending very, very well as a team mm-hmm. and really frustrating Arsenal. And Gabriel Jesus, the way that he's been playing lately, he just he just can't seem as to steal a line from Jimmy, can't finish his dinner. Um, like wide open opportunities and not converting. And then he comes down the left flank. He's almost on the byline, no angle. And he's able to score their first goal by putting it through uh, Turner's legs. And he looks really bad on that goal and then not convincing on the others as well. So I, I agree with you. He's looked really, really shaky for Forrest. And it's disappointing because like the, the team in front of them or in front of him is doing their darndest to, to, to thwart the Arsenal attack, which is quite potent. And then you let in one like that and it's got to be so deflating. Yeah. And then conceding so quick again, right? Seven minutes mm-hmm. later, you concede. Yeah. On another giveaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zinchenko and Ben White got into it. Do you see that at the end? Two teammates had to be separated. Oh, I Two, missed that. Uh, I didn't watch defenders. the very end. Yeah, Arteta was asked about it, and he goes, I love it. I love it. It just shows the standards they're setting themselves. Yeah. This stuff happens all the time, doesn't it? Behind closed doors and teammates. Who was a dubs? Was a one player that you have a bit of a more, more than once a little issue with? A teammate? Uh... Not nobody that comes to mind, but like club and national team, there there were players that I would get frustrated with, but it was never to the point where it would it would come to blows. No, but at least with a verbal exchanges with with someone more than once, doesn't mean that you weren't friends off the pitch, but yeah. they would you'd rub each other the wrong way. Well, Rian in, in training all the time. <laughs> there we go. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> We'd yeah. like hate one another. And then have to sit in the same car, sit next to one another, shoulder to shoulder, crammed into Sinky's car and away back to the apartments. <laughs> so yeah, this, this, yeah, this is the shit that people out. want to hear about. So you're in yeah. Christine Sinclair's driving. Now, why would she be the driver usually? Why was that? Because she had a car. Because she had a car. We're having to arrange drivers. The only one that could afford it. Uh, yeah, basically. She did a good deal, didn't she? And no wonder. What kind of car was it? I don't remember. Yeah, you do. It's German, wasn't it? No, I'm not a car person, and my my kids get on me all the time as well. I don't I don't give a shit about cars if it if it looks nice and it it starts <laughs> doors work. I'm, so, so, I'm put, put, okay. put us inside that car. Well, um, Sinky's in charge of the music, presumably. Yep. What kind of music is she playing? <laughs> um, 
I don't remember at the time what we were listening to, but she was she was usually amenable and, and open to suggestions. Not, not, she, not talk radio. No. No, it was it usually music. whatever would, would be kind of playing in, in the locker room is was what we tended to listen to. On yeah, the but way. who DJed, Ames? Uh, it would be Sync or whoever was sitting in the front. But I mean in the locker room, sorry. Oh. Who chose the music Oh, in the it was usually room? Tank. Oh, okay. Yeah. And dance music or uh, like ballads from the 80s? What, what <laughs> no, it was usually, I would try to get like some classic rock in there and like some hip, um, but it was mostly kind of hip hop, rap like what was current and what was happening. And then anybody who didn't like it was on their headphones. But I say majority of the people had a say in what was being played, but Tank was running the show. You so when you, uh, when you got in the car uh, with Ryan and obviously <laughs> you guys had your little scuffle on the training pitch. Yeah. Well, a cat fight. Okay, we'll call it a cat fight. And oh, you know what? <laughs> You're telling me that nobody... We got back to like the, the apartment and we had a pillow fight in our undies. Oh, in your unders. Yeah, in your undies. Yeah. Are you telling me in the car nobody played like Rocky or tried to get things going? No, no. I would have been all over that. No, because it was already, it was at that point, it was already, it had been diffused because you're not getting off the pitch and immediately going into the car. You're, you're getting ice, you're getting treatment, taking your, your, your cleats off and your boots and, and just, you're not hopping in the car immediately. So it usually at that point, we, we were kind of friends again. Then by the time we got into the car, we were, we were back to being buddies. (laughs) There's always something stupid, like a small aside game, like, 4v4 with walls or which was my favorite or 5v5 with walls and then it was about who got the ball and and it was my ball or it was her ball and then we would almost like come to blows over something really stupid like that it's always the people you like you like to kick yeah no it's true <laughs> so you're in the car and is it just the three of you usually or was it someone else no we are crammed in there with, with the whole team's in there <laughs> yeah. the clown car yeah and then i think it a little bit later they like rented a car for us while we were there and then i usually drove because rian wasn't the best driver or like didn't didn't like like to drive but i like to drive now were you otherwise were you shotgun who was shotgun was someone always shotgun uh yeah well usually it was it was tiff it was uh sinky's partner okay who would who would train with us were the windows open? Like, were you cranking the tunes? Like, God, just cruising do, down the street? People don't want to know this, They James absolutely <laughs> do. They absolutely do. These are legendary Canadian footballers. <sighs> yeah. They drive up in training to the, to the apartment building. They want yep. to know the dynamics inside that car. And who usually, farted? <laughs> yeah, and what the farts <laughs> smell like. Um, we're usually going to get coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, we're usually pretty single-minded. And actually, there was one time we lost really big to the U.S., in the lead up, it was either in the lead up to the World Cup in 2007 or to the Olympics. And our goalkeeper coach at the time, like Evan flipped on us. We had a team meeting and it was it was quite embarrassing. I didn't get on the pitch, but I mean, if I'd gotten the pitch, it, it wouldn't have changed what the result was. But we, we got embarrassed. It was at least 5-0 playing somewhere in the U.S. And they just ran us right off the pitch. And we had like a team meeting and Evan was furious. And then this goalkeeper coach reamed us out because he said we weren't focused. We weren't serious because instead of thinking about our hydration and our recovery, we were thinking about coffee and never in my life have I wanted to tell somebody to fuck off and not done it. And even at that, like Cara said to me after, she's like, why didn't you say anything? But I was, you know what? I now I'm, it's a little bit clearer to me. It was right before the Olympics. Like I could barely walk because my knee was, swollen and I was trying to get back on the pitch. I didn't feel like I was in a position to be speaking out. And I felt crappy about it after because I felt like my leadership role and my seniority, I should have been more protective of the players, but I had to balance kind of my, my standing in the team with that. And I felt like if I'd done that, that would have been enough to push me out. So anyway, um, so that was that was difficult for me. I was probably overthinking it, but I, in retrospect, I probably should have said something. I could have been measured in my dissent or in in my disagreement with his statement, but I couldn't at that point dial it down. My response would have been, "What the fuck are you talking about? That's ridiculous. That has nothing to do with how we performed on the pitch." Well, looking back now, um, do you 
agree still with your sentiment or do you understand where he was coming from? Where he's coming from? Mm -hmm. No, I just it, think he, he was angry with how it had ended up mm -hmm. um, and was, was grasping at straws and wanted to contribute to the conversation from a staff's perspective, being disappointed with the, with the performance and looking for, for things to, to back, to back it up, to back up his statement. You but it was completely said, unfounded. You should have said you should be working harder on our goalkeeper. So maybe they should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, JC. I was like, what is that by my head? JC put a thumbs up. Did you guys see that? No. Do what? it again, what? JC. No, we oh. can't. It was, it, no, was I like a, it was like an air thumbs up. Come on. That's cool. Dubs, speaking to you, though, do do I that? think the big thing for you, if I'm speaking to you, it yeah. needs to be measured, correct? You need, like, every a conversation in that form needs to be measured. Going off, is that is that true? If I know you well enough to say, if if he had come at it at a different way and said, you know, there's, there's something going on, but calling people unserious sounds a little bit like succession. You know, I'm wondering... Is it was it about his tone or or because timing you need sometimes you need that, but was it tone and, and approach? Yeah, it was about his tone, it was about his timing. And to me, it seemed like it was a statement more about him and making sure um he had a say in what the staff, you know, like that he was doing it for he was saying it so the staff heard him saying it versus a message for the players that you know it was it was a little bit disingenuous. And uh, and it came out as 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 false, and I actually lost respect for him. Mm. Not because of the nature of his message, because maybe there was some truth to it, but it was it was the way that he was using that platform, and to me, it was using it to his to his advantage instead of helping the players. When you found out that uh, I was in jail and had had I was at the back of a police car, did you lose or gain respect for Wagner? Gained respect for Wonger, yes. lost respect for Steve Kang. That's Chang. <laughs> no, I just remember last episode. Oh, yeah, the new guy. Last the pod, Sharps called you Steve Kang. Yeah, that's right. The, third the second guy. alter ego. <laughs> Craig, what is your post-game ritual as far as uh, your dietary demands, aside from cigarettes? <laughs> five pints. <laughs> was it five pints? <laughs> yeah. Different era, right? When did that change for you, Craig? When did uh, professionalism in, in English football kind of change dramatically, I guess with Arsene Wenger, right, <clears throat> in the mid to late 90s? Was it, did your preparation change like considerably at some point in your career? No, I mean, I was really strict with myself. I wasn't – I think I said I went out once in 20 years a night before a game because I was going to be sitting on the bench and – Ended up coming on at halftime, and I was still half drunk, and it didn't go so well. <laughs> you know, Shaka, 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 right? Shaka pulled a hamstring and had to come off at halftime, and I was hanging over him in the treatment room. I was like, Shaka, you have to keep playing, buddy. He's like, what? I can't. I can't, big man. You got to. I'm like, no, no. I went out last night. I, I can't fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> so How many went, did you concede? Went out and let a soft one in. Did you? Oh, yeah. Did your teammates know that you'd been out the night before? Was it with them? No, no, no. no it was in that's was with your, that's with Richard Garrett and your mates from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're bad influence. Those guys. <laughs> what about you, Jimmy? I mean, diets change, right? When you first started playing in England, did it change a lot compared to the end of your career? Uh, yeah, no, it did. Uh, at the beginning, I remember when I first got there after a match. We'd be on the bus and you'd stop off at the chippy and the young guys used to have to go in and get fish and chips and chicken and chips, sausage and chips. And then the other guys would go into the off license, grab beer and bring it back onto the bus. And then it was probably maybe about five, six years after I, I first I got there that, that sports science really came in and it changed everything. Like it stopped a couple of years after that. It was no more chippies, no more off license. None of that was going on. I think they made it illegal for drinking on a on coaches too. So yeah. on buses. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I first got there, it was ridiculous. It was like a crate of beer coming on. And then a friend of mine, it was funny because he, I used to play with him at Bristol. His name was Paul Agostino. He ended up going to eighteen sixty Munich, 
And he finished the match, came on the bus with a couple of beers, right? And the manager lost it, lost it, said no drinking, not on the bus. But on every table was a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> so they could all smoke on the bus, but they couldn't drink. <laughs> wow. Wow. I know in yeah. Italian football, they encourage glass of wine with, with, uh, with dinner. They're fine with that. I remember watching uh, Inter Milan were in Toronto for a, for a friendly years ago. And I went there to, to had interviews lined up with Rafa Benitez and Sammy Eto'o. And neither of whom showed for their interview, by the way. Long story. <laughs> um, but uh, I could literally see them right there behind, like in the hotel restaurant area. They were coming down into Milan, into Milan and they're having their glasses of wine, very civilized. And I see Rafa there and I see Eto there. Here's Eto. And I see the media guy say, Yeah, so I'm waiting. Like, when, when's the interview? Oh, no, no. They're very, very uh, tired. You know, they're, they're right now they're napping in their rooms. No, they're, not, they're, they're right fucking there. I, I literally, they are 15 feet away from me right there. Oh, no, no. Too tired. Too tired. Yeah. Fuckers. It's like a bad Tinder date, eh, Sherms? You're getting, you're getting <laughs> yeah. sloughed yeah. off. They're, they're right there. I, I remember David, David Platt when I was at Forest because obviously he played in Italy. Right. And when I got to Forest, there was quite a few Italians that we had on the on the team. And you're right, Charms. They all loved wine. Wine with dinner. Right. But they they were good with it. They understood how to have a little drink of wine and eat your dinner. And we came down one day to the to the team dinner and there's bottles of wine on all the tables. And I'm going, What's the hell's going on here? And the Italians come down, little glass of wine. Well, sure enough, maybe about 40 minutes into dinner tables start getting a little bit louder everybody's laughing joking the english guys are probably on their second bottles each <laughs> their teeth are all black that ended, <laughs> that ended real quick there was no more wine after that on the tables it's so true isn't it fucking yeah. english they can't control themselves no no they can't they were like what's going on here <laughs> wine okay, waiter another bring us another bottle <laughs> You know when your lips are all black. <laughs> yeah. Usually about midnight. Usually, right? It's like, oh Jesus! Platy <laughs> come over. He was like, "What the fuck is going on here? No more wine. Take all the wine off the table." <laughs> Italians are all sitting there, just still on their first glass. The English guys are on their fifth. Jesus Christ! That's so typical, Jesus. Uh, Wonga, you got any more sackers? I do, but I wanted to go somewhere else, and it's because yesterday Luton now are out of the bottom three with a resounding win. So it got me to thinking, what is, who's going to make, who's going to be the three that are uh, dropped, demoted, and I wanted to get a call halfway, I mean, we're a little more than halfway through the season. So right now, I'm going to give you the bottom five. Nottingham Forest is 16th. Luton Town, 17th. Press the wrong button. Everton, who's been up and down since we started, like, always around there, but haven't been demoted yet. Uh, and that's in the last four years since I started watching and following Premier League. Everton has always been close. Burnley is 19th. Sheffield United is 20th. So who is is who are you thinking? Jimmy, go first. Who are you thinking I, is dropped? I said I have a feeling that Luton's going to survive. And I think Everton is going to go down and keep in mind everton's done well as well because we were deducted 10 points earlier in the season mm-hmm. but i i think it's i think it's their year i think they're going to go down with burnley okay. and Sheffield, Sheffield everton's appeal for their their points deduction should be uh the results should be divulged next day or so so they might get that reduced they might gain a few points but there's also more charges against them as well mm-hmm. so be, be careful what you wish for <laughs> yeah and forest exactly. right and forest as well and forest too yeah precisely yeah. What about okay. you, Craig? What do you think? Well, I think Burnley and Sheffield United will go down, and I still think Luton will probably go down. But just the fact they're in the hunt to stay up is actually quite a quite an achievement for the coach Edwards and the and that team. That small club it really is. I mean, they were really good. Brighton's in a bit of hurt. I mean, they've only won oh, three yeah. of their last sixteen games, and they they were playing brilliant football, and all of a sudden they they can't seem to find a win anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but good, good for Luton. Great for them, and amazing that they're they've got a shot. Because before the season started, I wasn't going to give, I didn't give them a shot at all. So 
Now, Brighton keeps conceding that really early goal. That's right. right. In those games that they're losing, they're they're conceding almost immediately. Well, there were two there were two games yesterday, uh, goals inside 20 seconds. Right? Yeah, in the Luton game, they scored Eliza in like Adebayo opening scored. minute. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Diaz scored for, I think it's for the Blades, right? Against Palace in, mm. in a losing cause yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, really quick starts or slow starts, depending on what side of the fence you sit. Um, <laughs> Dubs, what, what are you thinking? Who's going down? Earlier on, I thought that it was going to be Crystal Palace. So mm. I don't know if I, alongside Burnley and, and the Blades. So um, I'll stick with that. Mm-hmm. The points production thing is going to play a big factor. Yeah, no kidding. It, it really is. Like if Everton say say Everton get there, and this often happens on appeals, right? They'll they'll get that deficit cut by five points, so they'd be up twenty three <laughs> points. Just like longer being arrested for the banana in the grocery store mm. <laughs> happened on appeal. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, well done. That's really good. Finally, she's back. <laughs> so they get five points. They gain five points. They're 23. They lose another 10 for the other charges. Yeah. <laughs> 20. You know, they, they might be okay. Um, yeah, it's so much as in them. I mean, I, I still think, yeah, Burnley, Blades. I'm going with Luton as well, I think. In the end, it won't be quite there. The depth isn't quite there. But mm. I want to see them survive. But, I mean, listen, Forrest, obviously on, on the cusp, but they're making signings this January. Brentford, they'll be fine. I mean, it's been a poor season for Brentford. But I can't imagine them being sucked into that that race. Although four points out, maybe they're in the race right now. Yeah. And um, Palace, I just look at that Palace team and Roy aside, there's such talent. AZ was incredible yesterday. Alise, these are like top quality players. Can't great. It's, ha- it's happened before. Oh my god, brilliant! It's happened before. These guys, players like this, have gone down. But I don't know. I, I don't see it at this point. And this leads me to the, my next question after this. If you are Everton and you're a guy like Jordan Pickford who's playing on the national team, playing, you know, they've got Euro coming up. Um, what does that do? And I was wondering for Craig, you have a shitty season. Is it a chance to redeem yourself, even though he's not having the shitty season, but having that horrible kind of everyday going in, getting picked apart by your local newspaper, getting picked about... Is it is it a good thing to go play on the national team, Jimmy, when you've had an average club team, Amy? Like, hey, is it hard to, to turn that around? Well, a little bit. But it's different, too, because I think with with England and the bigger countries, you know, Italy, Spain, they've got such a massive player pool that if you're not performing, then you're not really going to get selected. Whereas countries like Canada and and places that are very similar to us that have a smaller pool. If you're not playing well, you still got a chance of still getting into the national team squad because there, there isn't much else to pick from. Um, yeah. But you look at Southgate, it yeah. often hasn't been on club form. He likes you or he doesn't. Harry Calvin McGuire? Phillips being a prime example. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but he, he's in the squad, but I mean, look with you're right in what you're saying. But with Calvin Phillips, no, it's true. You're you're right. I'll give you that. But I mean, there's <laughs> such a demand for him as well. Massive demand for the player, right? Because mm-hmm. they know how good he is. He's just in a team, right? He would play for every other every other pl- uh, Premier League team. But because he's at Man City, he's it's difficult for him to get into this the side. That's why he's linked with Bayern Munich. He's linked with everybody. But but Pickford's been with the bang average team for most of his career. Mm-hmm. In Everton, no, he is, but he's getting, tested, he's getting tested week in and week out. That's a question, though, right? That's a really well, good point, Craig. As a goalkeeper, do you want that the keeper that's facing tons of shots, right, and and is hot and is doing all he can to keep his team in some kind of contention, or do you want the guy like Edison facing one shot every three games? Well, I think it just comes down to performance and doing your job. It doesn't make the results are irrelevant to him being picked for England. It's whether or not he's doing his job and doing it well. Um, we've seen that with international goalkeepers. I mean, back in the day, I mean, when Peter Shilton, I think he was playing for Derby County, you know, not not the greatest side in the world, but fantastic goalkeeper and no question the number one for England. So I'm not sure it really matters. I mean, if they were relegated, uh, I would think that, there were just two things he would want to be playing in the top flight if possible, uh, as well as at that point, Everton would be looking probably to offload him 
because of the money he's making if they were relegated, although the parachute payment would help. But it, there would be some decisions that would have to be made by Everton at that point and, and to see what the offers would be for Pickford to let him go if they were relegated. Yeah, which they yeah. hopefully But it's difficult not. too because with, with England, they don't really produce great goalkeepers. Not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, I, mean, I played with, with Robert Green when we, we were in the championship and he was in the England squad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's true. Who are we looking at for that kind of pool for goalkeepers that Southgate's pulling from for the number one? Is is Ramsdale still in that discussion? I don't know if he is. Doubt it. Nick Pope is number two yeah. at this point, right? Not Ramsdale. Mm-hmm. Sam Johnston, three, I would think. I, I think uh, he's out. He's just not playing. The most important thing, even if you're in a poor side, is you have to be playing. And I think that's where it's going to hurt Ramsdale at this point because he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Do you see uh, Liverpool... Um, they're, they're, they've got three goalkeeper coaches, by the way, three. Tafarel, the Brazilian legend, he's now going to double dip. He's going to coach at Brazil as well uh, as Liverpool. I was concerned at first, like, is there another coach leaving with Klopp? Um, so, yeah, Tafarel's double dipping, which as a Brazilian professional footballer, he's probably well used to. Um, <laughs> but there's a, there's a great... I, I just used a story for that line. That's the only reason I, I found this story. I thought, this, oh, that's a good line. Uh, actually, but in The Athletic this morning, there's a quote from Klopp saying uh, when, when they signed Tafarel, they said, we really want to, to be a proper goalkeeping school in world football. Uh, we want to build our own philosophy in goalkeeping because we all agree it's its own game, Craig. Yeah, he's absolutely right on. And I remember even going back in the 80s and just not figuring that these guys couldn't figure it out. Like as far as you're, you're on your own and you didn't even have a goal, full-time goalkeeper coach back in the in the 80s. That sort of came along, but they were part-time guys and didn't realize that uh, it should be. It is a sport uh, amongst a, a sport. It's a very individual, uh, individual skill that's completely separate from the rest of the uh, the 10 on the field. Hey, Wonga, we have a 9.30, right? Yeah, we do. We should get going then. Yeah, we should. So before we go, I just want to give a shout out to uh, James Sharman, who is on global television because of his blood giving. The vampire of, of Pickering, as we call him. He That's wants everyone's blood. Today. Um, <laughs> but this is a good thing. It'll get us thinking about what charities uh, we would want to support. Um, each month I give money to CAMH for mental health. I think uh, Charms, we've all choose one and maybe we build a community around that. Plus, I got a community. I got a gift, Charms. You have. That we yep. Have. It arrived at my my pie um, factory store yesterday because they didn't know your, what was addressed. Your basement. <laughs> basement, yes. <laughs> yes. With all, with all the, the underage kids, I'm uh, having slave labor, <laughs> making pies. Um, anyway, um, so another yeah, charity no. about the fight around <laughs> yeah, child exactly. labor. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, he sent. Um, we'll, we'll we'll do an unpacking unboxing video of it. Um, he's a huge fan of Wonga. This is, his name's Jadeep, mm. and uh, he wrote a lovely card. Sent some wicked stickers, by the way, some football stickers. I'm going to show those as well. But we are, when when we see you next, Wonga, which will be next week or so, probably uh, ahead of maybe maybe during the summit 2.0. Yeah, we'll do it then, and we'll we'll video it. And he sent you a little gift to say thank you for all your hard work and influencing in, uh, I don't know, encouraging him to to learn about all things football, which is concerning that he's chosen Wonga out of all of us. <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> you got the Hall of Famers, the ex pros, got JC myself, and you ex convict, banana thief. <laughs> and uh, I I just wanted to say our Carrie Ryan. I think I, maybe when she was traveling back from Hawaii found a Jeff Cole looky-likey at the airport. And speaking of looky-likeys. Whoa, I'm waiting for it. Speaking of them. Have you spoken to Jesse about Doppelgangers and looky-likeys. When people look the same, but it's not the same person. We need an intro for this, don't we? Last time there it's it is. Oh it. shit! It won't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why is this not working? Hold on, hold on. I'm so sorry. 
the best. Do it on Friday, shall we? Yeah, do it on Friday. What a teaser! What a teaser! Look you like it on Friday. I love it. It's gonna be a letdown now. No, not even really that good of a segment. And now we're gonna build it up. We gotta go. We got a meeting. We gotta go. We gotta go. Listen, TonyBet.ca. Thank you so much. Make sure you you all your hard-earned money. On today's Premier League games, big games, Liverpool, Chelsea, for example, today, you can find those games in Fubo TV, fubotv.com slash footy prime. Subscribe, get on there. We'll see you on uh, Friday. And don't forget to listen to the broadcast. It came out on Tuesday. Apparently, it's amazing. I'm assuming it is. I'll listen today. You won't listen to it. Maybe other people will. Yes. (laughs) There's the promo. That's the tagline. (laughs) You won't listen to it, but maybe someone else will. (laughs) All right, jump in. Keep buying newspapers. This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Beck. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. I'm so sorry, Amy. It's it's there. All right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.